previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. Perfect setup for Uranus joke. I forget what it, it was something about Venus. It was something about Venus and, and uh, he didn't take the hint. So disappointed. What a letdown. I'm I, so sorry that happened to I, you I, on your birthday right? of all days. I know. And I was like, this would have been the perfect way to celebrate my birthday with a Uranus joke on PTI and mm. epic fail. That's all I'm going to say. Um, what's PTI? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Uh, Roxy, that's what's what's going on? That's my line. Uh, whatever, Chuck. It's been fifty episodes. It's my turn. Oh, (laughs) all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Loyal listeners, welcome to our fiftieth episode. We are so excited. We have so many fun things planned for today's episode. Roxy, can you believe we've made it to fifty? I cannot. It was touch and go for a while, but we found our stride, I think. Well, it's still kind of touch and go sometimes, I think. (laughs) But uh, it depends on if Tiny Chuck's on the show with us or not. But first things first, as promised, it's our 50th episode. So we have a winner of our lookalike contest. So let's just do... We're going to treat this like Survivor. I love... The reunion show on Survivor always does this where the the show starts and they just rip the bandaid off and they tell you who won. And then they talk about it. Right. So uh, let's do that. So our winner of our lookalike contest is... John Miller. Hey, John Miller is our winner of our lookalike contest. Now, we will definitely post this on our Twitter page and our Facebook page for you all to see. The lookalike is... Uncanny. Uncanny. Now, Jonathan Banks is the lookalike. Now, I have no idea who that is. So, yeah, I looked him up and he is an American actor. He was in Better Call Saul. Saul, that's such a great name, isn't it? Breaking Bad, Beverly Hills Cop. Wait. um, Incredibles 2. Wait, wait, Beverly Hills Cop? Oh my gosh. Oh my God. Okay, I know who this is now. This is hilarious. Like, I had no idea this is who this is. Wow. Now, Beverly Hills Cop came out in the 80s. So in my defense, it's been like, it's been a little bit. What else has he been in? Incredibles 2, Wise Guy, Modern Family, Flipper, Gremlins. He was a voice in F is for Family. Oh my God, I love that show. He's been in a lot. Okay. All right. Well, holy cow. I'm just now putting it together. I'm looking at the pictures and it's, like we said, the visual is uncanny. Yeah. It's spot on. So, and, but Jonathan Banks, I forgot. I, well, I didn't forget. I didn't realize because he looks completely different than he did in Beverly Hills Cop. But it's wow. been a few years. Yeah, it's been more than a few years. <laughs> wow. But anyway, so congratulations, John Miller. We'll be getting in touch for your great little prize. But uh, we did have, we did want to mention a few what we're calling runner-ups or honorable mentions. Yeah. We definitely had to give a shout out, if, if for anything, for the hashtag he created. Our hashtag was little lookalike. And Don Hammock sent in his, and it was hashtag lookalike just a little. And it was very clever. Like his was J.K. Simmons. And yeah, that was also very good. That was really, really good. It, again, these some of these that were sent in, we, we got so many. So first of all, thank you everyone who participated and sent their lookalikes in. They're really great, some of them. And these were really, really, like you said, it's just uncanny how... You're looking at them and you just can't believe how much they look alike. Mm-hmm. And a fun honorable mention to Mary Faye Randolph. We're saying that's the most clever entry, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she had, I, I guess, maybe, I don't know, maybe you were doing a book drive of some sort, Mary Faye, because if I can dig it up, there might be a photo of Chuck also dressed. So I was going to use my lookalike that I look like Mary Faye because Mary Faye <laughs> sent in a very clever photo of her dressed up like the cat in the hat. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if it, maybe it was a Halloween costume one year or, but I have a feeling because Mary Faye, I think it was for the hundredth anniversary. I was directing a production of Susical the musical and the actor playing the cat in the hat couldn't do some promotional things. We, we would do these uh, activities with kids at a local bookstore. I think it was Barnes and Noble actually. And we would go read to the kids and we would dress up like the cat in the hat or a character from the show and he couldn't go. So I did it. And so I fully dressed up as the cat in the hat. Or as Mary Faye Randolph or as, as Mary the cat Faye in the hat. As the cat in the hat. <laughs> and I have some great photos. So I might try to post those too if I can dig them out. I don't know where they are. That was a long time ago, but it was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. 
And uh, so, Mary Faye, you definitely get the honorable mention for the most clever entry. Yes. Uh, out of all the ones we received. Thank you all for doing those. And uh, like we said, John Miller, we'll get in touch and get you your prize out. And we really appreciate all the participation for our lookalike contest. That was a lot of fun. That was so much fun. I mean, I wish we could post. Maybe we'll just start posting some of them. Yeah. Because uh, there were a, a ton and they were all really good. Anyway, so real quick, before we get to our guests... Did I just say guests plural? Chuck. I might have. Now, we've done two for Tuesdays before. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're doing that again. Maybe not. Maybe we're doing something even better. You'll have to stick around to find out. But real quick, I had to laugh at something because Roxy started telling me this story, and I wanted to give her her due because this is freaking hilarious because we hear these stories on the big show all the time about customer service representatives and whatnot. And how Mr. Tony always likes to say, you know, just give me, let me talk to someone. I want to talk to someone. I don't want to fill out an email or I don't want to fill out a form. I want, give me some representative, representative. Okay. Roxy, the more is yours. You were, you're taking a trip or something. You're going, you were booking a hotel or something. Yeah. I was actually booking a couple rooms for the same trip, but different days. And I figured I was going to do it online, but I thought, you know what? I want to make sure I'm doing this right. And I talked to someone and the information is correct. So I called the number and talked to somebody and boy, was I wrong to do that. They were very sweet, very helpful. My issue has always been my last name and making sure that it's spelled correctly. It's one of those names where it has a sneaky little letter in there, but I always say- It's a very common last name. That's part of the problem, but it's spelled not the common way. Well, it's spelled the other way and then it's spelled the right way, which is how I spell (laughs) it. So I'm going through the process. Everything seems fine. Now, it it was a little tricky with them understanding, okay, I need this room for these days and this room for these days. And they, it, it took maybe three to four times of me clarifying, whatever. It, it seemed to work out. They ask for my email address for the confirmation to come in. I give it to them. I try to make sure it's spelled correctly. I spell it out for them clear as day. Multiple times. Multiple times. And they said, great, you'll be getting this shortly. A few hours go by, nothing, nothing. I'm <laughs> by like, this, you mean like an email confirmation? Right. Right, okay. Nothing. I'm like, dang it, they spelled my last name wrong. They spelled my email wrong. It went to some other random person or nobody <laughs> at all. So I'm like, all right. Well, you don't know this for fact. You're guessing. I'm guessing right. because this is... Nothing's come in. Right, right. nothing's come in and this has happened before. So... I end up calling the hotel and speak to the front desk person and they are like, sure, I can help you. They put me on hold a few times and then at one point they say, I'm so sorry. Thank you for your patience. I'm, this is my first day. I'm like, oh God. (laughs) And at this point you haven't done the whole, do you know who I am yet? I have this podcast and I'm right. No, right. Okay. okay, Right. So, well, let me, let me go back. I call them. They ask, you know, how can I help you? I say, listen, I haven't gotten a confirmation email yet. I think my email was not entered correctly. So I would love to fix that if you can help me. And the guy asks, for my email address before he asks for my confirmation number. Now, luckily, I was smart enough to get the confirmation number from the previous representative. So I was able to give him that. I told him what the spelling should be. He said, okay, one moment. He puts me on hold. He comes back. He puts, he says something, puts me on hold, comes back. And he says, okay, so that was, that was an IE at the end there. And I was like, no. No. Now, I'm going to interrupt real quick. The common way to spell this last name is not I-E. No. Just for the record. No, (laughs) not at all. I'm like, where did you come up with that? I told you specifically what it was, and you come back at me and say I-E? Like, what is this shit? (laughs) So anyway, he says, well, I have to get my supervisor. I don't know how to do this. It's my first day. I'm like, okay, great. So you're giving him a little So I'm trying to be patient. I'm trying to be understanding. It all gets sorted out. I end up getting, receiving all the emails that I was missing, get the confirmation. Of course, I look at said confirmation and the entire booking is wrong. (laughs) It's completely wrong. And this is going back to the first person I spoke to earlier that day. So now you've got the confirmation, but... But it's completely wrong. But the dates are wrong or the... the, So you call them back. No, I don't call them back. I just cancel. I said, I'm not dealing with these people. I'm just going to cancel. I'm going to start over. I'm going to look for a new hotel. So I'm sorry, Hampton Inn. You will not get my service tonight or this night. We're throwing down the names. All Um, right. 
<laughs> but you know what? Maybe in the future, I, I do I do tend to forgive and move past. So there, well, we ain't getting a sponsorship from Hampton in anytime soon. They're basically. only penciled in on my list, <laughs> not like in pen, not in permanent list. pen. So, so my next question <laughs> is though, the next one, whatever hotel that was, yeah. you just did it online, right? Yep. Okay. <laughs> All right. So. Sorry, sorry, Uncle Tony. I, I mean, tried. it's like the complete opposite. And I'm sure Jamie Julian can appreciate part of that story with the misspelling of the name, as we know. <laughs> Look, I understand. But when someone tells you how to spell it, you need to pay attention. I know. Put your thinking cap on and pay attention. <laughs> pay attention. Gosh. All right. Well, Roxy, let's get out of here. <laughs> we're going to let Roxy calm down for a second here. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back with all we will say is we have a tiny little suggestion that you come back because we have a great guest. We'll be right back with Meet the... You are listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. What's your Loyal Little? being played in this episode by Clive Jackson and this song is called Alligator or the Alligator Song and Clive says the best way to reach him is on YouTube under Clive Jackson Music so just go on over to YouTube and search Clive that's C-L-I-V-E Jackson Music and as always we'll play the full song Alligator at the end of the podcast Won't you please get out of my bed? I want to take a bath. All right, all you loyal littles. It's now time to meet the tinies. Yeah, let's do it. We are excited for our 50th episode. We have a brand new segment. It's Tiny Tuesday. And we'd like to welcome our first tiny to the show. Please welcome... Lori Oswald. Hi, Lori. How you doing? Hi, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> oh, this I'm is excited to be here. Oh, we're excited to have you. I mean, this is a first for us, so we're excited. And we've been this has been in the works for quite a while, actually. Yeah. From day one, we were thought about we had the idea of calling a, a Tiny Tuesday segment. And it just never happened. And we're excited because we've made it to 50 episodes, if you can believe that. Your husband was actually on episode two. If you yep, can believe yep. that. And I love the name Tiny Tuesday. Right. Oh, good. So this is really exciting. <laughs> so basically, we just want to try to get, you know, because not too many littles have gotten into the craziness of the fandom of the TK Loyal Littles. So we thought, who better person? And let's interview some tinies and see how this goes. Yeah. So we just sure. have some questions. First of all, why don't you quick, I know I just said who you are, but introduce yourself to all the Loyal Littles and maybe tinies that might be listening out there. Uh, sure. Hi, I'm Lori Osbolt, the woman to whom he's related to by marriage for Steve Oz Osbolt. And I was thinking about it, and I think I've been part of the Tony Kornheiser fandom through Steve for well over 15 years. Oh, because wow. we started doing some jokes and things from the, the podcast when we were in our old house and we moved out of that house when our son was six months old and he's now 15. Oh, wow. So <laughs> I realized, wow, it's been a while. Well, because so, well, it was at our old house that I remember some of the jokes that we made. Right. So actually one of our first questions that Roxy, I, I, can't, I have to give full credit. These are all Roxy's questions because we thought what better person to come up with a list of questions than another tiny. And I think that might answer this question. What was your first recollection of your little, obviously Steve, talking about Tony and what were your initial thoughts? The first thing I remember was the affirmation baby affirmation story. <laughs> 
And I remember, I, I didn't quite get it at first, and I had no idea what he was talking about, but we kind of made it our own mm-hmm. and started kind of riffing off of the affirmation baby. So Steve is really big into rhyming. Mm-hmm. And since I'm part of his life, I've been either rhyming or words that sound like it, that. Yeah, I guess that rhymes. So affirmation, uh, application. We just started <laughs> doing coming up with new stories but using that same format right um so it got to the point where and I, this is why i remember it was at our old house because we'd be laying in bed and all of a sudden i would hear this his voice in the dark and he would say so you know there was a time i was really into 70s r&b music and the I was telling telling a good friend of mine, and he was like, "Really, seventies R and B music? Like, cool in the gang?" I stopped, pointed at him, and said, "Celebration, baby, celebration." <laughs> so we would make up these stories. Like, we would go back and forth, having these like uh, affirmation baby wars, talking about just coming up with new stories, and every time we'd be sitting there and have new words pop into our it it was like just earlier this morning steve came up with a new one and i was like wow we've never used that word before and he said so i was in the kitchen and the woman to whom i'm related to by marriage was saying how she's going to be on this podcast later talking about our shared humor. And she grabs the notebook to start taking notes so she'll remember what she's going to talk about. And as she went to write down in the notebook, we were stumped. Couldn't come up with any stories. So I stopped, pointed to her and said, frustration, baby. Wow, that's great. That's amazing. So that was my first introduction to to Tony Kornheiser. Wow. Gotcha. Wow, and it just kind of grew from there. (laughs) Yep, yep. He kept telling me new stories and other bringing different different things in. So let's go a little bit before that, actually. So what is it like, or what was it like, listening and putting up with the Littles craziness, and I I guess I should say passion, is that a nicer term, Um, for for TK, and then how long did it take for you to accept that passion? You could say craziness. It's craziness. (laughs) All the Littles know we mean well. Steve is a pretty crazy slash passionate guy, just Mm -hmm. in and of himself. So that just is part of the package, you know, yeah. accepting him is, is, and he just said, he <laughs> oh, he's there, he's there. <laughs> with love, Steve, he with love. He just his head in and said, I heard that. I love um, that. <laughs> so that's just part of the package. You sure. know, that's just who he is. And he sounds know, like a little said, worried. Was... He sounds a little worried about just how much crazy you're going to, you're going to divulge to us. <laughs> <laughs> now we understand there's a pretty good group of littles in the Milwaukee area. And now have you ever been to like a summer of littles event or anything like that? I have not. Have I not. know. I, I think we had one here. Right. That's what I at thought. At our business at, at Emerald City, but we were, I wasn't there. I see. I, okay. I'm not even sure if I was invited. Uh, um, oh, no. <laughs> well, we were wondering if you've ever yeah, bonded. He, said, he just popped in again. He said the summer of litter, Littles. No, you were not invited. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. <laughs> Well, we were wondering if you've ever bonded with other tinies or yeah. anything like that. So we're guessing. No, I have not. But I did bond. You know, I have to say this with a hushed voice, but I did bond with another little. And he actually called me here at our business. Oh. He is the I have a piano. Oh. oh. Mr. Anthony V. Yeah. yeah. He called to order sauce, but oh. I didn't know at first. You know, I answered the phone. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, I'd like to order some barbecue sauce. And I'm like, oh, okay, great, fine. And, you know, then we started talking and he said, yeah, I'm actually a TK, a little from the Tony Kornheiser. I was like, oh, you are? That's great. How exciting. And he's like, yeah. 
he's like, you know, my name is Tony Beeson. I'm the I have a piano guy. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're the I have a piano guy. You're the I have a piano guy. Oh my gosh. And so Steve was in the office, and I went to. I was like, the I have a piano guy is on the phone. He's calling us. I mean, if we're being honest, we're, and, we're surprised uh, he didn't just give you the full. Do you know who I am? Right. <laughs> Don't you know who I am? <laughs> Well, he must have a sensitivity to the plight of the tinies. Right. So. Well, now let's let's get back a little bit more to you. So now, are you just as passionate about sports and or a particular team like your husband? Um, no. no. Ah, interesting. <laughs> In fact, I it annoys him to no end. He'll be listening to sports on the radio. And to me, it's just like white noise. I know I'll hear whatever, you know, he'll, I'll just, it's like the, the adults on, on Charlie Brown kind of. (laughs) So I try, I do try to, to listen. And I, I try to remember not to talk in the bottom of the ninth um, (laughs) when the Brewers are batting, but I don't always succeed. Yeah, I understand that. For sure. <laughs> now, do you ever listen to the Tony Kornheiser show with him? I do sometimes. Sure. Particularly when Reginald is on. Okay. Uh, okay. Or he'll come out, if I'm out at the business and he's in the kitchen. I'm out in the hall working on my computer. He'll come in. And he's like, "Come here, come here. You got to listen to this." And then, <laughs> I know that. <laughs> we've actually so we like to take things and make them our own. So we've also. Um, taken the Reginald theme song and made it our own kind of riffing on that as well. Gotcha. That's so cute. Let's get to more back to your husband. I mean, what's it like being married to the most, I mean, generous man we know. Yeah. Now let's go. I mean, the day he came to you, cause we, you know, we re-listened to his interview recently and just came to you and said, we have to do something. We're in the middle of a pandemic. So I'm just going to give away free food. I mean, how did that come across for you? Again, that's part of the, you know, sometimes I'm like, come on, we can't give everything. In fact, I probably say that to him sometimes. We can't give everything away, you know. Sure. We still need to make some money. And he understands that, Mm -hmm. but he really is the most generous human being I've ever met. And honestly, he's helped me to be more generous and more giving. And, you know, I, I've come to believe that what you give to others comes back to you. Yeah. And, you know, I just... Let, let me take this over. It's amazing, yeah. honestly. He was one of the first ones that reached out. We were doing a... Con- well, maybe, I, maybe you don't know this. Maybe I shouldn't out him on this. But he was one of the first <laughs> ones that reached out to us and said, I'd like it to donate... It wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> No, but seriously, he reached out to us and said, hey, I know you're just starting your podcast. We'd, I'd like to donate my product for a prize for mm-hmm. the contest and stuff like that, which, uh-huh. you know, we didn't ask it's anyone so to do. It's just so generous. And, you know, we see we follow him online and all these things. And he has that chalkboard out and that, that's out in front of your Establish- your, yes. your establishment. Right. Yes. Yeah. And it seems like every day he has a different saying. And it's just they're so great. They're just really great. Yeah, we get a lot of people who tell us how much that means to them. Yeah. Um, I love seeing that every morning I wake up and I see it and I'm like, oh, I love this one today. You know, it's it's really cool. Yeah. And and I do, too. I do, too. Oh, that's great. Um, Well, so speaking of let's uh, let's do the whole deal here. So we we know it's EmeraldCityCatering.com. On Twitter, it's Oz the Great and Flavorful, and that's at Emerald City Cater. That's at Emerald. It's actually E-M-R-L-D-C-I-T-Y-C-A-T-E-R. That's the at, and it's Oz the Great and Flavorful. You just search that. It'll come up. And on and on Instagram, it's Emerald underscore City underscore Oz. Okay. So make yeah. sure you give those both a follow. And you know, don't forget, again, I hope I'm not outing your husband, but he does have a special deal for the littles. I hope that's okay. Uh, I believe he throws. I couldn't stop him if I tried. <laughs> I believe it's uh, what was the hashtag? Give a little more or something like that. Something like yeah. Um... A little more, something like that. I think he throws in an extra bottle of uh, barbecue sauce when you order barbecue sauce for them, and then you. And oh you tell... yeah, I think he did tell me about that. Yeah, so we appreciate <laughs> that. that. And uh, so now the real question is. So. Steve has his Oz the Great and Flavorful name. Do you have a name? 
what he calls me the most is my lovely wife. So Aww. I've actually had customers say, so are you Oz's lovely wife? <laughs> so, oh, that's cute. Well, if you'd be interested, yeah. you know, Lori, we could get the littles on this. I mean, littles. We have Oz the Great and Flavorful. Maybe Lori needs a nickname. So, I mean, lovely wife is beautiful. Don't, don't get me wrong. But, you know, if you have any of those, let us know. And uh, maybe we'll find a nickname for you, Lori, from the little. That would be great. <laughs> well, that would be great. Lori, thank you again for coming on. And please thank your husband for all he does for the Littles community and for the Milwaukee community, most importantly. It's been a pleasure I having will. you on. All right, all you loyal Littles and Tinies, we'll be right back. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Chuck. Are you excited about our May 15th big announcement for Summer of Littles 3.1? I don't think I've been this excited about anything in my life. All right. Easy killer. (laughs) We do have some quick updates for Summer of Littles 3.1. We now have venues in Hammond, Indiana, Lewes, Delaware. I think we're saying that right. Is it Lewes? I don't know. Lewes, Delaware. Help us out. (laughs) And there will be a a Littles 3.1 in the Bay Area this year. So we're very excited about that. I bet, Roxy, all of this will be cleared up on our May 15th episode as announced previously. Summer of Littles 3.1 will have a huge announcement on that day. So make sure you stay tuned. I mean, like we said, though, why wouldn't you, right? I I know. You should be listening anyway. Right. Exactly. But this coming Saturday, May 15th, we will have a huge announcement for Summer of Littles 3.1. And then this was also really exciting. This came through the interwebs. Now, I've never heard of this. What is this Amazon Smile? Oh my gosh, come on, Chuck, get with the program. Well, no, wait, it might, I know what Amazon Prime is, but I've never heard of Amazon Smile. But the most important part about Amazon Smile is, Roxy, take it away. If you don't already support a nonprofit through Amazon Prime, please consider Rocco's Warriors. It costs you nothing, and Amazon will donate 0.5% of your purchases to Rocco's Warriors. All you have to do is be sure to shop through the Amazon Smile link. Ah, that's all you have to do? That's it. Littles. That sounds like cake. Easy Easy peasy. Easy peasy. It's a great cause, as we already know. Rocco's Warriors, do what you can. We really appreciate all the help, and I know they do as well. All right, Roxy, are you ready for yet another surprise for our big 50th episode? Uh, yeah. All right, well, let's get back to the show. All right, all you loyal littles, welcome back to what we're calling... Tiny Tuesday. Yeah, we're having some fun with this. Now, we had a spouse come on earlier in the episode, so we thought we'd go a little different direction. Please welcome to the show, the marvelous Miss Maeve Walsh. Hey, Maeve, how's it going? Hey, Chuck. Hey, Roxy. It's going good. How are you? Good. Good. Now, let's start right off so everyone knows who you are. You are the daughter of a little, correct? I am. I am. And so introduce yourself to all the littles and tell us all about your your little in your life and all that stuff. (laughs) Hi, my name is Maeve. I am the daughter of Bob Walsh, who is like famously known as Bob Walsh, who is a very loyal little and has somehow spent enough time listening to this podcast that all his children are now tinies. Like that's just whether we want to admit it or not. That's just how it is. And whether you want to be or not, probably. Whether I want to be or not. And in my house, the TK podcast is known as Mr. Tony. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, I'm going, if Mr. Tony is on, then that means that dad's listening to his podcast and not to disturb him. Yeah. (laughs) That's great. So, well, Roxy, you typed these up. So why don't you ask the first question? And don't be afraid. We we had a little hesitance on our first guest. Yep. Okay. Okay. I'll just go for it. Uh, so what is it like for you listening and putting up with your little's craziness for TK? And how long did it take for you to accept their craziness? Now, we also call it a passion. I tried to be nice and <laughs> called it a passion. And you said, oh, you can go there. <laughs> I feel like my dad has been listening to this podcast as like, at least since I was in high school. And without revealing my age, that was a very long time ago. Um, okay. But I oh, wait think... A minute. I know how old you are. It wasn't that long ago, first of all. <laughs> And I think 
it didn't take long for us to accept it until he started like talking to other people who were also littles. And then we were like, oh my God, they're all, they're all like dad. They're all a little crazy (laughs) for this podcast. This is like, and there was a joke made by my youngest sister. She was like, oh yeah, my dad's part of a cult. Like trying to explain to her friends why my dad was taking pictures of her and Oreos on prom night. (laughs) Oh my God. And what was great is when my older sister gave birth to her son, she had him hold Oreo minis. <laughs> yes. So we didn't really, it's not so much like, when did you accept it? We didn't have a choice but to accept it. <laughs> right. So is that the first Grand Little? That is the first Grand Little. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> first Grand Little. I love the mini Oreos. That's hilarious. Oh my God. It was fantastic. So now besides your siblings, have you ever bonded with other tinies or over the littles or? I have not bonded with as many tinies. I have bonded with a lot of uh, littles. Michelle Miller specifically is an absolute gem of a human being Mm -hmm. who joined my parents and myself and a bunch of other littles for summer of little, the first summer of littles. And she and my mom had this really adorable bond. And Michelle and I now like talk and joke over, cause we have really similar quirky personalities and we bond over Facebook like all the time. And so like on, uh, she's always like texting me on my birthday now. She's Aww. always saying hi, we're constantly making jokes about like Hocus Pocus and our like favorite Halloween movies. It's great. Oh, that's well, sweet. Well, Littles and Littles out there, if you want to see how marvelous and how amazing she is, Tune into our January 19th episode, and that is Michelle Miller's interview. So yeah. head back and check that out. So sweet. Yeah, she was she was great. And actually, uh, John actually jumped on for a little bit there, too, during the interview. Oh, so that was kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a good time. He's an absolute doll, too. Yeah, they sure. um They both texted me pictures of my dad one night when he was wearing a ja- uh, like a fitted jacket because I work with a men's custom suiting company, and they're like, Maeve, is this the right fit? <laughs> okay, are we allowed to get into that? We, yeah, we can absolutely okay, get into Okay, Littles, that. this is hilarious because I did not even realize this. Go ahead, Maeve. Tell them, tell everyone who you work for. I work for Indochino, which <laughs> is a men's custom. Oh, I think the Littles know Indochino is. <laughs> but maybe some tinies don't. So go ahead. Sorry. Um, no, and it was funny because I moved to New York for my job there. And I must have been a couple months. I was still like pretty new and pretty fresh. And one of the things we have to ask our customers when they come in is like, oh, how'd you hear about us? Mm-hmm. And someone and one of the customers was like, um, oh, I heard from a podcast. And I hesitate around like, can I ask which one? And he was like, oh, I don't think you know it. And I looked at him and I was like, are you a little? <laughs> and he was like, yes, I am. And he hit and the floor. Like, oh, I got you. <laughs> Oh, that's that amazing. is so awesome. <laughs> now, and, and I, the littles want to know, did you use a piece of rope to measure him or not? I did not. Okay. I did not. And uh, you are not the first person to ask me that either. <laughs> of course <laughs> I not. I was like, there's no rope. There's no it's, rope. It's, 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 we're a little more fine-tuned than that. Yeah. I'd like to think. Amazing. <laughs> now, so you know the Tony Cornhuskers show pretty well, right? Uh, I think I know it pretty well. And it was funny. I was watching, I think it was Creed with a friend of mine when I started freaking out during one of the scenes and he was like, what's wrong? I'm like, Mr. Tony, it's Mr. Tony. And they had no idea what I was talking about. You know, it's funny that you say that because that happens a lot. Now, someone posted a picture of this and I took a snapshot of it so I wouldn't forget. I do that a lot. And then they get buried in my photos. So it's like pointless, (laughs) but I do it. And there was a South Park episode that had the PTI show on in the background. And I'm dying to find that. Dying to find it. I don't know if it has anything to do with the episode. I'm guessing not. But I just love that Trey Parker and what's his name? Stone uh, put that in their episode. So he's everywhere. It's amazing. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. I And like now and now I like see him. There was a documentary I was watching once. Same thing. And I was like, oh, my God, it's Mr. Tony. That would be, <laughs> I'm like, guessing. Again, no one knows who I'm talking about. Would that be the Nancy Kerrigan it was. Yes. Ah, yes. yes. I remember that. Yeah. He had a big part in that actually. Yeah. That was yeah. the, for littles, that's the 30 for 30, the ESPN 30 mm-hmm. for 30. Uh, and it was the Nancy Kerrigan and Tanya Harding. Tanya Harding. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> that's who it's really about. And what a year to cover the Olympics, huh? Yeah. yeah right? right. Oh my god. That's gosh. unbelievable. So, well, so it seems like you know him pretty well. Is there anything, because this is a big question that we ask on our show is, does there, is there anything that Tony does that drives you nuts? So 
Tony, not really. Nigel, I have a little bit of a bone to pick with Nigel. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Pick away. Okay. So my father sent in this email about a story regarding something that happened to me after I moved to New York and sent it into Nigel like a couple times. And Nigel never gave it to Tony to read on the podcast. And I was a little offended about it, to be quite frank. And I thought it was a really cool thing. So I was hoping to tell you guys, if you don't mind. Well, I was going to say, maybe your dad should have sent it into our show. And then we could have read. But go ahead. The floor is but yours. This is, this is great. So my dad has essentially raised me and my siblings on Bruce Springsteen's music. I was listening to 18, the album 18 tracks by the time I was 10 years old. Like I remember sitting on my bed thinking this was the coolest thing I'd ever heard of. And I... When I was uh, living in New York, I was doing an unpaid in internship and I was at Barney's and I am like carrying like thousands of dollars with the clothes in my arms and I'm like waddling my way to the elevator and in walks Bruce Springsteen and Patty they walk what? into the elevator and I'm like standing there and my heart, my heart is just pounding. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And obviously I'm working, so I can't like really fangirl and get into it and basically explain my absolute admiration, how big of a fan I am. So I just smile and I say, hey, my dad is a really big fan. <laughs> oh my God. And, and they both like smiled at me and nodded their heads and it was, they were so sweet. And then I go back to sort of the office where I was working and I immediately text my dad. I'm like, oh my God, I just met Bruce Springsteen. I told him you're a really big fan. And he was like, that's the closest I'll ever get to meeting him. So thanks. Aww. Aww. That's sweet. Wait, that's so cool. That's really cool. I love that. Just like right place, right time kind right. of moments, you know? And I like, I literally, I did a double take. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my god! I'm literally in an elevator with the boss. Oh my gosh! Uh, had a total fangirl moment. I think I was sweating, and I always wanted to reach out to him, and be like, "Hey, I don't know if you remember me from that elevator like six years ago, but um, I'm the man too." <laughs> right. Just in case that wasn't clear, you know. Right? So I'm looking at these questions, and I love them because. Like I said, Roxy came up with these and wrote these because she's a tiny herself. I just think they're funny, some of them reading them. So I'm going to read this word for word. Have you okay. ever participated in something little Tony related with your little? Wrote a jingle, helped make a fire day five, started a podcast of your own, etc. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what um, she did. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, yes, I've done this twice. Once, uh, so the quizzes that my oh, dad right. has made Mm -hmm. He used to test these questions with me to oh. make how hard they were. <laughs> oh, nice. Wait, that's so cool. And he would like do it with all of us. But I usually got got home from work late while I was living with him. And he would be like, what do you think of this one? And I would like see if I could get it. And I always felt really smart when I could. I was like, yes, I passed a Bob Walsh quiz. <laughs> right. <laughs> And then the second thing was the Oreos. I must have hunted down because it had to be like some sort of weird flavor. And I like tried to find so many weird flavors. I would constantly going through the cookie aisles at every grocery <laughs> store I was in trying to find some random. I think I ended up with pistachio, I think Ooh. is what I ended up finding. Yikes. I don't, um, I'm I not, not into that. Them. I don't know I did why. not try them. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if I could. Like I, we all know now that I'm a huge watermelon freak, basically. Yeah, and they have a watermelon. They have a watermelon Oreo. Oreo. I, won't even, I, can't, I don't think I could even try that. I just don't. I, you know, the yeah. watermelon flavor is really hard But in to an get. Oreo cookie? I don't know. That just well, seems no. weird to me. Like yeah. watermelon, uh, what's watermelon, that candy? Jolly Ranchers. Jolly Ranchers. They're Excellent. good, but watermelons don't taste like that. Oh. Thank there's, you. There's I don't think watermelons taste like that. There's, I feel like there's a difference between real watermelon and watermelon flavor. Yeah. yeah I mean, I remember the watermelon lip smackers that I used to wear on my neck. Wait, wait, wait. What, did you just oh say Oh, my lip God. Smackers? Yes. What the hell's a yes. lip smacker? Chapstick? It was what? a brand of chapstick. Okay, yeah. well, then call it chapstick. What do you... Well, <laughs> lip it was, smackers? It was lip smackers. <laughs> and I feel like the watermelon flavors that people try to infuse in food tastes the way the watermelon yes. lip smackers smells you are completely right, right about that you are absolutely 100 <laughs> percent. wait but can we go back to this for a second all right so oh, it's chapstick yeah. all right fine lip smacker whatever you want to call it but don't you try to like lick it off i mean i definitely tried to eat some when i was really young but <laughs> as i got older and realized oh oh no you shouldn't do that you know you just wear it around your neck and it's chapstick <laughs> 
<laughs> there was a sister that ate the chapstick. I'm not going to say which one, but there definitely was. <laughs> <laughs> well, be careful. She might be coming on next. I'm just saying. No. <laughs> That's Wait, so, so I, I have a question about your siblings. Would you say you're like, are you all kind of equally on the same level as tinies or? I wish I could like totally like talk myself up, but I have to be honest. So the most tiny of all five of us is definitely my youngest sister Okay. because she, uh, my dad would drive her to and from school and to and from like various mm-hmm. after school activities. And so she was in the car with him a lot. Yeah. So she, and he would always have Mr. Tony playing. So she would, she wouldn't have a choice but to listen <laughs> <Right>. to it. <laughs> So, and I think my dad told you the story in his interview when they're like, when they're sitting behind a car and she's like, you don't really love me. It's like, so you're paying attention enough to understand that joke. (laughs) Right. The Subaru joke. Right. Okay. Fair enough. She's first. And I'm like, I would like to call myself second. Okay. Okay. You have to at least be, I mean, now can we out you for summer of littles 3.1? Yes. Please. Okay, well, that's what I was going to say. Okay, fair enough with your little sister, and I don't want to start any sibling rivalries here. <laughs> but, I mean, you've been in contact with me already a few times about Summer of Little, because you're here. You're our neighbors, practically. You live yes. in Brooklyn. So this is going to be exciting. We're actually going to get to meet you this summer, hopefully, if, if everything goes well with, you if know, COVID related well. and stuff, which we think it will. Um, <laughs> we're actually, you're, you've been, like, helping your dad set this location up. I have. And I'm like super excited. I got to be there for the Summer of Littles 2. And I was super excited about that because I got to be in New York since I couldn't be in since I couldn't be with my dad. And um, so when my dad w- said, are you going to help? And I was like, I'm a little offended that you even have to ask. Of oh. course, I'm, I'm absolutely in. I already took the day off work. Like, I got this. Oh, good. Oh, that's great. I don't always get all the inside jokes. And there's definitely like mm-hmm. I was texting my dad earlier about clarification on some things i'm like who is this but i definitely all the people that i've met from this community cult whatever you want to call it (laughs) have all just been absolutely phenomenal and kind and sweet and everyone's so smart and funny and i'm just like why wouldn't i want to hang out with you guys oh that's sweet well we're looking forward to it yeah very excited i'm looking forward to it too it's gonna be so much fun oh sure well Maeve, we can't thank you enough for taking the time to come on and meet the littles and the tinies out there yes Thank you so much for having me. This is so much fun. Oh, and it's going to be fun. We're going to have a good time, and we're looking very forward to August 7th. Yeah. Summer of August Littles 3.1. Summer of Littles 3.1. And we're going to get to meet you. Yes. You I'm might so actually be the first person we're meeting in yeah. actual in real life. Yeah. That's little oh tone. Little related. Little related. <laughs> like, I've never met a, another loyal little. I, I honestly haven't. No. It's, I feel so honored right now. It's kind of crazy. Well, I mean, we'll see. I mean, it could change. I mean, we have, to, what, three months. But, yeah, but we're definitely looking forward to it. So. Yeah. I've got my fingers and, crossed. And can't thank you enough for your efforts and your help and yeah. all that stuff because it's, it's going to be it's a good so time. so great. This is my pleasure. I'm so excited, <laughs> and it's going to be a lot of fun. All right, Loyal Littles. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Loyal Littles podcast on the W. Hey, that's me, WTFC Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast. And wasn't that so awesome, Chuck? Yeah, be careful here, Roxy. I mean, you might, this might be a full-time gig for you. Now, if you take over the main hosting position, that means you have to edit everything and schedule everything. Oh, no, that's not what I signed up for. (laughs) So uh, thank you to our tinies. How great was that? That was so much fun. I I am so glad that I am not the only one that experiences some of the things that I experience with you. Yeah, that was just, it's so great. It's so great hearing other people's perspective on the Littles world and community. Um, Mm -hmm. But always, always good things, all out of love and just amazing. Now, Littles, let us know what you thought. If you like Tiny Tuesday, we can bring it back at some point. That could be a lot of fun. So we'll see what happens there. Just let us know. Tweet at us. Email us. Whatever you want to do. Now, Roxy, we were getting a little sentimental. Now, we, we were, were doing some homework for the show. And and we were like, oh, remember this episode? And remember this episode? So we thought maybe for our 50th episode, it might be a little fun to just take a walk down memory lane in some senses. Or... I would love that. So Roxy, where do we begin? Except basically when we decided to create this podcast, we didn't know what we were getting into. Nope. I mean, we had no idea. 
And so we thought we would start with an introduction and just some of the surprises we've had. Now, I think this was like episode five, maybe. Mm -hmm. I don't remember. But sometimes, like we said, you just, when you meet the littles, you just don't know what you're going to get, especially when we don't know anyone and we didn't know anybody, basically, when we started the podcast. So I don't know. Yeah, we learned a lot that that time. We sure did. What we normally do is why don't we just start from the beginning and just tell us where you're from, where you came from, just whatever you want the the loyal littles to know about you. So I am a former redneck from a super shithole town in southern Missouri. Let me tell you, this place is a hellhole. Uh, it's called El Dorado Springs, Missouri, because we can't even say it right. <laughs> the town next to ours is called Nevada. Because we can't say that right either. It's oh not like Nevada. It's Nevada. Anyway. So- okay, let me stop right there. For a <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> that interview, Roxy, some good times there. No oh, yeah. doubt about that. We did not see that coming at all. No. And it was so great. And I felt so bad that I didn't know who she was married to and all this stuff. But it was just like, wow, that was such a great interview from Jamie Julian and some really good times. Now, one of the things we one of the main questions we always ask, because it's I don't know, I think it's kind of fun. I mean, it was fun for us when we got an email read on the show. Mm -hmm. And so we've also had some really fun, interesting answers pertaining to that. But then when Duska read her email, I, I kind of said, all right, look, this has to go. So right. within a couple hours, I had put out my first email, which was just basically, hey, I just want you to know we have a lot of littles out here that love you. And by the way, I have this small winery. And yes, if you ever do come out, we'd love to have you. I never expected the email to get read. I had never sent an email into the show. And never once did I actually think, Oh, he's going to read it. Well, it's a Monday morning, and I remember <laughs> it like it was May 11th. I remember this like it was yesterday. The pod on the West Coast drops at roughly seven in the morning. So I am up and I am in the shower, and this is kind of when I normally listen to the beginning of the podcast, and I'm getting ready to help my daughter through her online schooling. And here he begins talking and reading my email verbatim and I my jaw just absolutely hit the floor wow. <laughs> and I thought oh this is David really David we we all remember our first time it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes another fun little snidbit from that is of course David Spector from his interview I believe it was right around New Year's we did that one gosh it seems like such a long it's amazing how long we've been doing this it's yeah. so much fun and of course from the great Bells Up Winery at Bells Up Winery as we found out in that episode that he does have a Twitter page which yes. we didn't think he did but so much fun he had a ton of stories yes uh, so much fun and then it was so nice to see his Tampa Bay Buccaneers finally winning that's right yeah yeah he's a big <laughs> Tampa Bay fan we actually had him on in a special he was one of our return appearances I don't know if you remember we actually speaking of we also had Jamie come on because mm-hmm. she was our token Chiefs fan and he was our token Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan and yeah. that's fun and well Roxy speaking of that who could forget when we had another guest come on for a surprise second appearance do you remember what I'm talking about? Yes, we had another special guest. And he had no idea we were going to call him. This was totally on a whim. We texted him right after this happened, and his reaction was just fantastic. So we could not absolutely start this podcast today without celebrating the Washington area with their big win yesterday. And luckily, we were able to call a friend of the show... To get, you know, I'm wondering what his reaction is. Woo-hoo! Please welcome Joe Earhart <laughs> to the program. Hey, I'm so glad you had me back tonight. I'm oh, so happy to have you. I oh was like, God. he must be going, uh, he must be going crazy right now. This is my so phone, great. My phone's been ringing. I'll talk. It was like I'm on the team. <laughs> <laughs> my Facebook on my phone has been like blowing up. You know. I I was watching the Muhammad Ali fight against Liston, the first one yesterday, and I was uh-huh. like saying to myself, this is what I'm going to say tomorrow night. We shook up the world. We shook up the world. <laughs> <laughs> we the undefeated Steelers, and we were 11-0 29 years ago, and our 11th win was against Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. Wow. But there's another story. There's another okay. story. 
I was walking up the street today. I was coming home from getting a coffee, and there's this guy down the. This is not a bad neighborhood, just so you know. Okay. But there's this guy down the street who, every time I go past him, if I'm wearing burgundy and gold, he gives me this look, and he always says something. He like makes a comment like, "Oh, your team sucks," or he'll he'll say something. <laughs> and then today, I'm walking down the street. I think he's a crack dealer. I'm not sure. But I, I swear to God, this is not a bad neighborhood. But this guy, something's wrong with him. Okay. He's, he said to me, you know, your team is going to get the sh kicked out of them tonight. And I said, we'll see about that, pal. I'll see you tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> All I can't right. Wait to see him tomorrow. You're not going to sleep at all tonight. That I, was I, the best win of a long time, really. Well, you so, know what? It's nice sometimes to not be embarrassed by your team. It's very <laughs> few and far between these last 20 something years. It's so. Yeah. It's so nice to be proud. Just to be My, proud. Of course. Well, it's so great, great that you guys called me because I, I definitely needed to share my joy with someone. <laughs> the great Joe Arrow, everyone. <laughs> Roxy, he was you love so that. excited. Roxy, I think you agree. That's one of the best parts about doing the podcast is we just never know. Yeah. It's like the littles are a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. <laughs> Right. But it's always great. <laughs> and it's always fun. And it's always tasty, as we should say. Yeah. <laughs> and it's been a lot of fun. And we're looking forward to the next 50 for sure. Mm -hmm. And But we ain't done yet. Let's talk some... We do. We also ask guests about topics that pertain to the big show sometimes. And we all know Uncle Tony eating his ice cream over the sink. And well, sometimes that can just open a whole box of chocolate, I guess we'd say, or a whole... Can of worms. Can of worms or a whole <laughs> lot of ice cream. Oh, easily vanilla with nothing else. Nothing else. Nothing. I don't want anything on my ice cream. I just want vanilla. <laughs> no, no sprinkles, no gummy bears. You know that that, that, that the Geico insurance yeah. commercial with the guy from, you know, tag team. I don't want chocolate, vanilla, cookie dough, you know. All yeah. I don't want any of that stuff. I don't want no scoop. There it is. I just want vanilla <laughs> ice cream with nothing on it. That's what I'm eating. Now, in a cup or a cone or a bowl? I guess. Oh, it's got it's got to be in a bowl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No cone. No okay. cone. It just gets hot cone. Because then when and then when you have the cone, there's ice cream that goes into like the cone itself. Mm -hmm. So you got to eat that, but you got to eat the cone to get it. I didn't mm -hmm. sign up for a cone. I signed up for <laughs> ice cream. So the ice cream is what I want. I don't want to eat the cone. And so back when people could go places, we would go to Stone Cold. My wife loves that place, and my mm -hmm. son. So they get all this. Oh, get the sprinkles, gummy bears. We want this. We want yeah. the caramel. And then what do you want? I'm like. Uh, just a cup of vanilla ice cream. And, <laughs> and they look at like, you like you have 10 heads. <laughs> That's the thing. And everyone in line is looking at me and they're like, are you? Sh and, and so then they go down a list of things. So no sprinkles, no yeah. caramel, no chocolate, no this. I'm like, stop asking me. <laughs> Nothing. Like, the, no this. Like, stop looking at me in disbelief and just put vanilla ice cream in a cup. And can, like, we, just, can we get into a little grind my gears? situation sure. here don't you sure. feel like there should be an express line for that why should yes. i have to wait in line for all you people that want a hundred mixings in your freak oh. i just want a freaking <laughs> yes i feel i'm not like these other circus clown <laughs> i just want vanilla ice cream I loved that interview so much, especially the part where he started going into Leon Harris and how he right. he's got that swag. He's got that swag. <laughs> we we didn't have time to do all these, but we thought his uh, ice cream rant was one of the best we've yeah, had. So yeah. we're like that that was one of our favorite grind my gears moments and that's in honor of Roxy from her earlier in this episode. And so thank you, Claude Jennings, for that. And next, though, we also usually ask at the end of our interviews for people to plug something if they like to. And yeah. um, normally it's a lot of times it's for like a charity or something like that. And then there's just sometimes, again, you just never know what you're going to get. Before we go, is there anything that you'd like to plug? Um, I did see Xanadu recently. Yeah, we it's been on my DVR for yeah, it's been on my DVR for like 18 months and I had completely forgotten how freaking awesome Xanadu is. It's Olivia Newton-John mm -hmm. and Gene it's Kelly. Kelly. See, you're a rockette, so you know dancing. Gene yes. Kelly of course is one of the greatest American dancers of the 20th century and Olivia Newton-John yes. is not. Nope. It's just derping her way through this movie. <laughs> I mean, what 
such a great singer, but her character, she is supposed to be Terpascore. She's supposed to be the muse of dance, and she can't dance a lick. <laughs> She's it's not. Horrid. She sits there with look with a big look of wonder on her face, and she's like glaring through her splayed out fingertips right in front of her eyes, and that is like twenty percent of the first musical number. Is mm-hmm. her just wow. standing like that? You're like, what the hell is this? Um, you so are, thumbs up. Oh, in COVID. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Xanadu, right the second. So when he said Xanadu, I like had to do a double take in my ears, if that makes any <laughs> sense. I made the strangest face behind the microphone, like, wait, did he just say Xanadu? Yeah, he did. Of and, all uh, things. When when he said that I it came again, it came out of nowhere. I was like, wait, what? I'm like, well, you plug what you want to plug. Right, keep going. And uh honestly, full disclosure, I think I said that later in the interview. I'd never seen it. So I didn't even know. Oh, I knew about it, obviously, and I right. knew about the Broadway musical and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But wow. So thank you again. I am Hampton Nager. <laughs> and then Roxy, sometimes we get deep. In yep. our conversations, and we kind of saved this one almost for last. Um, it was just one of our, I mean, he's a pro, so we understand why the interview was so great, but he really touched something within part of his interview, and we were just so thrilled that he told this story. So in all serious, getting away from sports for a second, and hopefully you'll want to talk about this a little, and if not, it's okay, oh. but it would be silly for me to have you on the podcast and not ask you about the inauguration. Now, you were there for that, right? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Okay, so could you just go into that a little bit, if you wouldn't mind? Like, what was that like? And it was, you know, some people were worried about you. They're like, please don't go. Don't do it. Yeah, it all started from, you know, I live literally, literally 20 minutes from the Capitol. You know, pre-COVID workday, I drive by the thing every single day. And to have these clowns act like that and try to to do that to defile the capital and not have multiple skulls bashed in. Now, forgive me, I know this is a yeah. family show, right? You know, yeah, I don't yeah. I don't condone violence unless mm-hmm. it's absolutely necessary and people are trying to raise yeah. the insurrection, right? You know, it, it just it just infuriated me. And and their whole tactic, any terrorist tactic, is fear. They want you to be afraid to live, afraid to, to live your everyday life. And I know that they discourage people from going, but I said, I'm going. I'm going to go, and I'm going to express to these people, you know, I will defend myself if anything happens, but I'm not causing any trouble. I just want them to know that I wasn't afraid. And I had my game plan down, and and I was going to park as close as possible and walk. And and it was like Will Smith and I Am Legend. There was nobody there. There was nobody. I parked the car. I walked by one police officer. Hey, how you doing? I was just walking, and... And I walked, I saw the Capitol, I, you know, I was walking there and you know, no cars. I saw a couple of deer, <laughs> but, but there was nobody down there. Finally, I got to within, I'd say two blocks, two short blocks. I could see the Capitol. I looked right at, it. I could see the Capitol and I can see the grandstands on the left from, from where I was standing. Everything else was blocked off. I, I also went to support the troops, right? Because I am a veteran. I want right. to tell the mm-hmm. truth. I appreciated them, right? I know. Because it has to suck to be able to have to maybe pretty much fight your own people, right? Your fellow uh, citizens. Yeah. I just sure. wanted to let them know that I appreciated the job they were doing, right? Because it wasn't like these people, you know, walked a couple of blocks. These people came from around the country to mm-hmm. come to Washington. One, one, one quick offshoot. I don't know if you saw the picture of the guy sleeping in the in the parking lot. Right. As as a veteran, I would like you to say these guys were happy to be in the parking lot because that meant that they were indoors as opposed to sleeping outdoors. Right. Oh, <laughs> you know? right, right. Yeah, yeah I know. It says no gotcha. yeah. So yes, I was down there. I um PA system was kind of weird because you could hear it clearly except when the wind blew. And because I did tweet at one point, I could have sworn I just heard the, the announcer say, ladies and gentlemen, homie the clown. But that was because <laughs> it was because of the wind. So yeah, I did right. hear uh, Lady Gaga and the Star Spangled Banner, which was awesome. Uh, yeah, I heard Kamala Harris get sworn in. Uh, mm-hmm. It was getting a little cold. I said, Joe, Joe, I know you're good, right? You've already, you know, you sort of got sworn in as vice president. So it's sort of like with Joe, it should have been just like renewing your driver's license. Yeah. You yeah, right. Again, right? right. So, yeah, it was an awesome experience. And I just wanted to, to represent for the littles everywhere. Sean, we're not afraid of you guys. You can come try the nonsense again if you want to. And you get... You know, I welcome you to a nightstick shampoo. It was, it, that's this is our country. We can't have that. We just cannot yeah. have that. 
So once again, the great Kevin Stanfield, uh, just great stuff. Great stuff. That's such a touching story. It yeah. really was. Yeah. And we're just so thrilled that he would share it with us. And, you know, the saying goes, Roxy, you never forget your first and you never forget where you began and never forget your roots and things like that. And I'd say 85% of the time we do ask the same question. We'll get you out of here on this. And mm-hmm. it is what, Roxy? Over or under? Over. <laughs> over oh. Chuck Todd his head is up his Uranus <laughs> like oh over God. over 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 <laughs> over this it shouldn't even be a debate I don't understand how this is a debate how about that Roxy no Roxy you say for all the time you keep saying like how people are so passionate about that yeah it's insane but it, I love it. That's that's just <laughs> our favorite. And we get many great responses from that. That, mm-hmm. of course, was the one and only Claire Natola giving us her version of the over-under and how she really feels about Chuck Todd, yep. basically. Yep. Now, Roxy, real quick, we couldn't get out of here without, I guess, just admitting our faults, mm-hmm. I guess, is how we should say it. Mm-hmm. And That happens. You know, I won't even bleep this out. Sometimes shit happens. And it can be fun and embarrassing. And we just didn't feel a 50th episode would be a 50th episode without admitting our faults and reminding everyone that we're not perfect at this. We're learning and sometimes shit happens. Rob, thank you again. I mean, you mean? I, I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> Wait, I I'm, you gotta leave that in there. Pause. <laughs> Wait, what? Pause. I talked I talk so much in a row right there that you thought I was Rob. Yep. Oh, did I say Rob? <laughs> yep. I can teach him about that now. Yeah, Rob, I talked so much at one point they thought I was you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so embarrassed. So I personally can't thank Jason Fuse enough for being <laughs> such a good sport about that. <laughs> Obviously, Rob Berg is on my mind at all times, apparently. <laughs> and I, yeah, I just, I don't know what happened there, but I do really appreciate his understanding. I think we even threw that in the end of the episode because he almost demanded we keep it in. Yep. Um, because yep. obviously him and Rob are good friends. And I mean, it was just, yeah, stuff happens, littles. There's many bloopers. Maybe someday we'll just release a bloopers track because there are many. We have lots of goofs. <laughs> Most of you know, if you've been interviewed by us, how these go. And uh, we hope another 50 will be willing to come on and have the same kind of fun. And yeah, if you want to be a Meet the Littles guest, reach out to us. Roxy, tell them how they can do that. You can email us at WTFCpodnet at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter at Loyal Littles Pod. We're also on Instagram at The Loyal Littles Podcast. And don't forget our Facebook page, The Loyal Littles Podcast. And uh, from what I understand, on the, the there's been some Twitter talk about there's been some problems over on Apple. So we're hoping I'm kind of looking into it. I don't really know what I'm looking into. I understand. I guess this happened with the big show too. Some people are having trouble downloading our podcast there. I don't know what else to say, Roxy. Just this has been such an experience and I'm so glad I got to share it with you and we'll continue sharing it. I'm so thankful to be here. I'm so glad you roped me into doing this and that I was open to doing this because meeting all of you littles and now some tinies has been so rewarding and my heart is full. I care about all of you so much and wish you all the best and can't wait to meet more of you. August 7th. Yeah, summer of littles. I can't wait. She can't wait. And we just do also want to give a real quick shout out to all our other co-hosts. There's so many to, to list. I, I, can we do that quick? Yeah. I mean, I mean, how quickly can we do it? You know. Chuck, Simon, Rod, Joe, Ashley, Andrea. That's it? Mm-hmm. Rod? I said him. You did? Uh-huh. Are you sure? I'm sure. Wow, that was good. It's Tiny Chuck. I'm Chuck. Okay. That's Tiny Chuck. All right. <laughs> well, thank you, all you loyal listeners. Cheers to you. Thank you for the first wonderful 50 episodes. And here's to at least 50 more. And thanks for the support. And as always, all you loyal listeners, if you're out shopping online tonight, especially the TK Show website. Sorry, Rob. Use the code. Use it. And knick-knack, paddywhack, give a dog a bone. Adam Benson, hang in there, brother. Hugs to you and your entire family. Us littles, we got you.
podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan. Oh, yeah.